Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Cellar Dwellers podcast, a special in-person edition of the podcast, live from Mantra Studios. I'm unfortunately having to see Chris in the flesh. It's a disturbing sight to behold. It is. Yeah, after a long work day on the Monday, it's been a um, been a horrific showing of the evening. Uh, but we are here live in person, face to face, to talk about the best of the worst of AFL football. So the bullshit. We had three games. <laughs> Only three games. Oh, I didn't watch. I watched three games. I was at work on Sunday, and then I came and saw you, and we didn't watch any footy. Yeah, that's true. So we're not going to talk about those. Which, uh, yeah, Sunday them. games do not exist. We watched. We watched. So Fremantle's win by two points over Richmond in the dying seconds didn't happen. It's covered adequately elsewhere. Yeah, uh, Port that's Adelaide's Port Adelaide's seventy-two point drubbing of the Gold Coast Suns at the Jungwon uh, Sports Stadium. Covered elsewhere. Covered elsewhere. Actually covered relentlessly. Yeah. Every yeah. AFL reporter has been like, oh, I think I need to go to China. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's probably like a week to yeah, go I there. Think a week. I think the best I could tell in flight times, it's about six days. Six days. Six at, days. Like, each way. Yeah. Each way. Um, first class. First class. First class. Yeah. Uh, no, AFL players have Do you reckon Julian Stoop only tried to fly, like put that in? Yeah. Does he think there's scoops in business class? There's got to be scoops. There's got to be scoops. Yeah, he was yeah. trying to ride with the poor players. Yeah. Like, is Tom Leach, Lynch flying business class? Or is no. the reason that Gold Coast couldn't get business class seats on their flight to China because every single AFL reporter was on oh, there? Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely true. That's definitely true. Yeah, because the, I bet yeah. that their bargaining agreement provides for if you're flying for over a particular period of time, you're entitled to business class seats. Yeah, for sure. That's it. It has to be. <laughs> could be the only reason. Like the, the, all the, it's that and Gold Coast's typical mismanagement of yeah, these yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, issues, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. they left it until the last minute, and all the AFL reporters were like, "That game is in China. Book it now." <laughs> I'm going to China. I'm going to yeah. I go China. Good. Stoop China time. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Sydney's uh, North Melbourne toilet bowl also didn't happen. Um, well, in our defence, I didn't realise it was a toilet bowl. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise we probably would not have would not have played that second round of Eldra Torah. Yeah. yeah. Chris and I were playing a very nerdy board game instead of paying attention to that one. I can understand why. I mean, S- Sydney had it won at halftime, didn't look like relinquishing yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't know that, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we I, just, just, I just ignored that look, game. To be honest... I didn't realise there were two bottom four teams playing. Yeah. I wish I'd seen Josh, Josh Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like two bottom four well, teams. I did, uh, sorry, not that Josh Kennedy. The other Josh Kennedy. The other old, Josh. Old Josh Kennedy. Yeah. yeah the Josh Kennedy one. Senior. The captain one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I did see a lot of football on uh, Saturday. You saw, yeah, I saw a lot of football. And I watched basically continuous football from 1.45 p.m. until l- very late in the evening. Yeah, it's on very Saturday. good. It was, a, it was a quality day of the football. For most of it. Well, look, it was, um, it's very hard for me to get used to the idea, though, because I'm uh, being on, in my mantra residency phase, mm, mm. as we are now in the salubrious area of mantra studios. Yeah, you're in, in the, the you're in the AFL heartland now. AFL heartland, uh, mantra studios, mm. um, uh, home of the Cellar Dwellers podcast. Yeah. Um, Sponsors of this podcast. 
Definitely not sponsors of this podcast. Lighting sponsors. Couch, Very, couch they sponsors. Have, they have supplied a lot of the equipment yep. here. Yep. We have not received any benefit from that. No. Supplied for a different no, it's purpose. an in-kind. It's yeah, an in-kind, in-kind sponsorship of the yep. Cellar Dwellers podcast, except for the fact they don't know about it. Yeah. Thank you for the support. Thank you. <laughs> and I have access now to the Fox Foot- Football Channel. That's also useful. Rather than just watching things on my phone at work, <laughs> which I did anyway because I had to go to work on Saturday. Yeah, good. But when I came back, <laughs> I was able to tune in, not on my phone, and watch a GWS and Collingwood game. Uh, but then I had to use the fact that football here is on a delay. Oh, yeah, the horror of the delay. In the, in the heartland, yeah, in yeah, the heartland yeah, yeah. of the AFL. Yeah, they're trying to get Canberra. you to go to the game. Yeah, in Canberra, the home of AFL. Mm. Uh, it's spiritual home. Mm. Um, uh, where there's no one that they want to participate in the AFL marketplace more than the demographics of Canberra. Um, educated, fit people yep. with a lot of disposable income. Yeah, no, no, they should be, they should be expanding uh, into the western suburbs. Of Canberra. Yeah. Um, Dutton. Not a suburb yet. It should be. After he's Prime Minister. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, I just realised I was tuning into this game that was starting between Geelong and Essendon. What game? And I was very excited to see that. And then I was like, wait, it's like 8.30. Yeah. There's no way this game is starting now. And then right. I looked the score up and then I started texting you. Yeah, you did. And <laughs> I was having, look, I was, might have You'd gone. You'd stopped watching. I, no, I hadn't. Um, I had gone radio silent. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I didn't. Because Sam usually knows when Geelong are playing well because I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, like oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Gee. We're looking Whiz bloody. Bang. Oh, we look pretty good. How many over under on Cam Guthrie Brownlows? One and a half. One and a half, easily. Get, get I want pink dreadlocks for sure. Um, and Sam knows when something's up because I don't text during a Geelong uh, game. I should have like I should have realised. You should have just known. Um, so yeah, I watched. I watched in abject horror as uh, Geelong looked like a bottom four side for three quarters. Uh, for the third week in a row. So um, so who's that losses to now? That is Collingwood, Gold Coast and Essendon in a row. Are any of those teams going to play finals? No. That's the, that is the encouraging thing is that we're not losing to people we're going to face in the finals. Just, yep. No, take it. Just. Um, isn't it better to lose to good teams? No. It's much better to lose to bad it's teams. It's better to beat good teams. Better to beat good to teams, teams and lose to bad teams. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. when it comes to the pointy end, all you're doing is facing. Yeah, good yeah, yeah. Then you play Sydney at Simon Stadium. What? Don't know. Got no idea what you're talking about. You're at home. Yeah, no. Yeah, you rig it. You what you do is you rig a preliminary final to put it in your absurdly <laughs> weird tiny. You bribe. Signal. You bribe you, Isaac Smith. And you and you you bribe Isaac Smith. And then no, having rigged a previous preliminary final yeah. against the Fremantle Dockers. Yeah. You then decide no, we can't win a prelim at Simmons. We'll play at the uh, MCG. Where, um, oh no, we'll still lose by 30-something points to Sydney. Anyway, so Geelong lost, and badly. What was wrong with their performance, Chris? I mean, which part? Like, all of it? Like, so there's a lot of noise about tackle counts. Tackle count, they lost the tackle count abysmally. They didn't lay, there were a number of players that didn't lay a tackle in the first half. About most of the team, as best I can Most of the team, yeah. Um, Faster to name those who did. Yeah, would be, including um, uh, Zach Smith and Reece Stanley. But it's very, like, they are playing, uh, of course, the uh, 
late uh, Byzantine-era mm. uh, decorative statue mm. uh, in their half-back line, Andrew Mackey. Yeah, they uh, are. It's very hard for him to tackle anyone because he has no ability to move. Yeah, yeah, and they are... They Looks are... nice, though, still out there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And they are playing uh, Logjam Lonergan, uh, the man who um, has clearly uh, just slowed another pace off his already um, excessively slow... The limpet. The limpet. How that guy doesn't give away a holding free kick, just he's just realised, like, umpires just don't call that against me. They've got sympathy. Yeah. My, I got kneed in the kidney, and now yeah. everyone feels sad. Yeah, pretty much. He got kneed in the kidney again two weeks ago. He did, and everyone was like... <gasps> It was very worrying. Was it was probably the kidney free side. Yeah, it was, I think, was it on the side that has the kidney or not? Oh. Why does he do that? Why does he do that? Why does he still play football? Look, Sam, I just want to point out that when you're... Does he have a very significant gambling debt? Yes. When you are 10 points behind with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, it's very important that your remaining six shots on goal for the game be behinds. That's how you lose a game of football. Um, so that's what Geelong did against the um, the Bombers of Ascendon. Uh, it was it was dispiriting. Look, all I'm saying is that having your the star of your mid- midfield be the uh, player character from Minecraft, mm. uh, Patrick Dangerfield, the block mm. man, mm. Um, who, as we watched on Fox Footy earlier this evening, it's great. We get to watch people walking into football stadiums now. That that's aren't fans. Quality, we watch players quali- going to training. That is quality. Uh, now we did we did do it. We did do an, uh, an off the cuff assessment of the player fashions. Player fashions, fashions of off the field. Yeah, fashions off the field for Richmond and the core like, elements of how to dress like a footballer as yeah. broken down by the cellar dwellers. So uh, it would be temperature inappropriate shorts. Uh, I think that yes. football players get hot legs. That's, Very important to just yeah. be like I'm here today to sit in a room with my position coach as he shows me all the times I miss tackles. Yep. That's that's uh, good. I need shorts, I need shorts, for, that. shorts, need shorts for, that. for that. Um puffer vest or hoodie, but no other option. Or or both. You can do both. You can do you both. You can do both. You yeah. sh- but you should not never be caught without either. Yeah. No no, you've got to have one of one of the two. Um Well, it was about ten degrees in Melbourne today, so I yeah. can understand why they felt it was I did. It's very cold. It's very cold. Mm-hmm. Um and then of course, the uh, the other item uh, on show is caps. There's a lot of caps. A lot going, of caps. Going, yeah, just many. All worn the right way around, though. For the a lot of fr- lot of front facing caps. Yeah, they're good boys. Yeah, good yeah. boys. It's yeah. important to be neat and presentable. Yeah. Um, Jack Rewalt really took the day with tracksuit pants, uh, hoodie, puffer vest, and t-shirt. Uh, Birkenstock sandals. Birkenstock. Yes. Yeah, that was a good look. Yeah. He's really nailed the trifecta of yeah. AFL football. Look, as I've long maintained that if you're going to put work in, mm. you need to wear your work in stocks. <laughs> Look, everybody benefits from work in stocks because you're really just investing in your own uh, success. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with saying I've got a bad back and no fashion sense. Yeah. And I, really, I would really like to see fashions on the field return for Brownlow night. I think that that would be a... Like they should do it as a casual Friday. Everyone, Absolutely. Yeah. Black yeah. tie. The Brownlow should not be black tie. No, it should not. It would be a lot more fun. Like, I know it's like, but, but split the field. If women want to wear ball gowns, I mean, women should just wear whatever they like. Yeah. But if they wanted to, you know, have the expectation of ball gowns or whatever, if that was a, 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 a trend that they wanted to mm. continue mm. out of tradition, terrific. But it would be evidently better if just male football players were required to dress themselves with no assistance. Oh. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. There's going to be a lot of what's Dane Swan's uh, fashion label? Oh rat, God, rat, rat bag, rat, rat bag. bag, a lot yeah. of rat bag wear. Yeah, there would be. Yeah, yeah. You could definitely uh, and pick out the ones with bikey affiliations like straight away. Um, look, the other game uh, that I did watch in its entirety on um, on Saturday was the uh, the other toilet bowl of the round. We had a double toilet bowl. We this did, room. yeah. Uh, which was the Hawthorne Hawks demolition job on the the Lions of Brisbane. And um, look, Brisbane stuck with it for for a full half there, Sam. That if you if I had said to you at the start of this season that at halftime um, Brisbane would be trailing Hawthorne by fifteen points. How would you how would you feel about? Well, I would say we were about uh, six minutes into the first quarter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, no, they looked good in patches. Again, they're, they're playing attacking football, um, but basically by halfway through the last quarter, it was done. Um, Hawthorne got out to a forty uh, to a fifty point lead, um, and Brisbane pegged it back with a couple of late uh, cheapies. But otherwise, um, they got, got it. They got smoked. Yeah. I mean, what, why is it that teams who have games in Tasmania weirdly always just get those games in Tasmania scheduled against teams who are from places that are very warm? Yeah. Um, that's, um, I'm that's yet weird to, to know tell. the answer. Very yeah. weird to tell why Hawthorne decided, oh, yeah, no, where's Brisbane going to play? Oh, yeah, Tassie. 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 Yeah. yeah. Where's now, Gold Coast? It's a small crowd. Small yeah. crowd. Where's Gold Coast going to play? China. <laughs> 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 yeah. What would be harder to get to from Gold Coast? Uh, Tasmania or Which- Shanghai? Oh, both 24 hours. Both 24. Six, six days if you ask Julian yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, is a bit, that is a pretty poor, I've got to say, 24 hours to get to Shanghai. That's, for those who don't know, um, the Gold Coast played uh, in the, the first um, match to be played outside of Australia and New Zealand for premiership points. The very, very fine so grade. Very, like it's, it's, sort of, it's, it's like when like you say that somebody set game. a world record for yeah. hitouts in yeah. the only professional AFL league. In the world, um, that's kind of yeah. You, you're not really saying much. Um, so they you know, should have gone to Singapore. Singapore makes way more sense. Direct flight from Canberra. Yeah. Direct flights from Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. Direct flight from Adelaide. Has an AFL team. Has an AFL league. Has an expat community. I mean, there was ten thousand people at the game. Though. So less or more. Oh, about Monica. Yeah, it's about a Monica. Well, it's less than Monica. Yeah, but I didn't hear anyone campaigning for that game to be taken yeah. off Gold Coast. No, but it did. But it did. It did um, take the Gold Coast Suns twenty four hours to get there, which you would have to think does factor into their poor showing. Like, how how have you felt after a twenty four hour flight? Usually, really good. Yeah, just ready to roll. Ready, very ready to roll. Very much like I. Yes, I'm good to go. This yep. is normal. I feel yep. fine. I do feel very fine after yep. 24 hours. I'm flight. ready to go. I actually and do, do this some... for fun on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's but why. Anyway, that's anyway, why you miss Sunday's football. That's why I miss Sunday's football. I was yeah. on a plane. Yeah, You're getting very dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Do you put the compression bandages on? Whole body, Whole I'm body. like the mummy. <laughs> yeah. I reckon what they should have done with some of the Gold Coast players is just chuck them in the long haul cabins down the back. Just wrap them up. Stick him back there on ice. Get Tom him ready. Lynch would, Tom Lynch wouldn't have gone well in the economy seats. That they no, he wouldn't. I mean, he's not excessively tall, but he's also... He's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, Is he? Yeah. I, I thought he was not that large. No, he's but, a big forward. I mean, I'm, part of what I'm struggling with is that every AFL player looks just regular size compared yeah. to other AFL players. And you're like, that short one. No, that's my height. Listener, I am precisely 6'2". <laughs> 
It's very important to read. Okay, good. How does it feel as a Gold Coast Suns fan to see Charles Shiraz Dixon? Yeah, Shiraz Dixon ruining them. Although it is a bit, Port Adelaide definitely cheat by having Justin Westhoff and Shiraz Dixon look exactly the same. I mean, I saw him in, when GWS played uh, Port. He was made to look very bad. Yes. When he plays bad teams, though. He looks very good. Not that I watched a minute of this game because <laughs> I didn't care about it and I was with you. But what I do care about is Shiraz Dixon just loves playing crap teams. Yeah. He really gets up for it. Yeah, so Tom, Tom J. Lynch. Do you reckon Shiraz Dixon, for his pre-match red wine, mm. went with a local Chinese red? Yeah, what is the... What did, is he the... Bring with, did he bring wine with him? No, I reckon, I, reckon he's, I reckon he's tried to source it. He's gone local. You would go local sourcing. You would have to, right? Like, I mean, that's a gamble. You want they an authentic... They wanted to keep it as real as possible, as close to local experience as possible. I reckon Shiraz Dixon imported it. Did he smuggle wine into Look, China? he's probably gone to Ruby Red Fine Wine, the boutique wine specialist um, in Shanghai. That seems uh, likely. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely did. He definitely went there. So we were yeah. talking about Hawthorne and Brisbane. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Hawthorne, Brisbane. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on season 2017 for the Brisbane Lions? It's not looking good. It's not. Yeah, they've, they've won one game by a... Point in the immortal words of John Clark, mm. the front fell off. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happened to them. There's just yeah. Yeah. nothing happens beyond the midfield. Yeah, there's basically there's a, there's an okay midfield. There's uh, an okay midfield. Yeah, no days of beams this week. No, but I did I did go. But they did have clays. They had they had clays of beams. They had clays. I did beams. do a double take. I was like, that really looks like Dane Beams. Oh no, wait, it's no, his, no, it's, it's cl- his clone. It's, it's his clone, Clay mm. Beams, who has just about the lowest champion data average point score of any player in the league. Yeah, but he's also played like. He's but he's also very importantly Dane Beams' brother. Yeah, the main reason why Clay. This is. It's not going to turn out to be Steph Curry and his lesser known, but actually not a bad player, Seth Curry. Seth Curry, yeah. No, it's uh, not. Doesn't look, doesn't look to be on that trend. No, Clazer Beams had nine disposals at 66% uh, efficiency, one total marks, and two total tackles. Uh, he basically plays back pocket. Four clangers for a total Dream Team score of uh, 31. No, I definitely couldn't score 31 Dream Team points, you know. AFL game. Mm. I definitely couldn't. No. I definitely couldn't. No. But most VFL players could. Yeah, but he has played 50 games in seven years due to injury. Yeah. Uh, injury and skill. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a, tell you what, the other thing is that you find out just thinking about Dane Beams and his impact on the AFL mm. that no one really has really thought yeah, no, about but, but, but you have. I have. I really have. He's much more likeable in a Brisbane jumper. Yeah, in a Collingwood jumper. In a Collingwood jumper, the big Australian flags and the tattoos and everything's very annoying, whereas he, for some reason Brisbane just adorable. makes sense. You're just like, that's north of the border. Very, just ignore it. It's just kind of Queenslandian. Like, yeah, all right. Dane yeah. Beams, there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, Brisbane, I mean... The, their forward line looks like a mess, mm. and that means that the um, bad time that is Daniel Rich trying to defend anyone as the ball cannons back over his head again yeah. as he slowly turns, the, the battleship Daniel Rich um, uh, is not very effective. Mm. Um, Daniel Rich, I'm not convinced. Oh, I guess he just still has that allure of him of being a player who was young and once good. Um, but in the end, he's sort of like a poor man, Zach Tui. 
Um, yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of key position talent. Uh, I don't like Hipwood very much. Mm. Um, I've forgotten who's... Shaki. Shaki. Don't like Shaki. You don't like Shaki? No. No. Poor man's weedering. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. <laughs> but I don't like him. You, don't, you just hate the name. Well, what about Shack Attack? They do have that guy who's got a great McLuggage. A McLuggage. Very, a very on the number one draft pick, Hugh McLuggage. Yep. Um, so, and I guess they're playing the right way. Uh, uh, there's a little bit of a risk that they're learning to be the Brett Ratton Blues in the sense that they are just being encouraged to relentlessly attack. Mm. But I guess they've but got... That a, was the Lepage model as well, so... Yeah. It's good. They're going better than Lepage, at least, even though they are losing a lot. Well, this is the interesting question. So, uh, who do they play? Who do they play? Well, I've, I've done the project, forward projections, yeah. Sam. I don't see them winning until round 16 when they play Geelong at the Gabba. They will beat Geelong at they the Gabba. They will beat Geelong at the Gabba. Geelong can't other, win in Queensland. No. Um, there's too much employment. There's, yeah. It's too much of an economic growth centre for Geelong to do well. They need the uh, the the death of the manufacturing industry uh, fresh. It's in very there. unfair, Chris. I wouldn't say that. All of the, I can't believe Chris impersonated my voice. Then <laughs> it's a very harsh way to assess your own team. Um, uh, so yeah, um, Brisbane got a tough got a tough draw coming up, but in the twenty sixteen season they won three games, so they're probably on track. To win three, I think they'd pinch a couple somewhere in the run, but they don't look that likely. Not lately. No. Not after they smashed Gold Coast in the first round. By in the clash. They won that by one point, two points. A lot. A lot. Enough. Huge. Plenty. Many. Um. Uh, so coming back to then, um, Super Sunday. Yeah, Super Saturday. Did you enjoy? Your Carlton Blues performance against the St Kilda Saints, having um, gone, having lost by nineteen points. Look, I stand with Paul Ruse's comments about the disgraceful conduct of the St Kilda Saints. Mm. Uh, they are a disgrace to the league, and they should be wound up. If you can't win a premiership <laughs> in uh, fifty years, then yep, yeah, that's it. Yep. So okay. that would be the Bulldogs, the Geelong Cats. Uh, the St Kilda Saints. Who's the reigning premiers, Chris? No, no, no. But they've, they've, yeah, yeah. these are all teams which have gone fifty yep, years or longer without a without a premiership. Yeah, that would no problems with those three. No problems with those three. Okay, St. Contra- Kilda- contraction, contraction. Yeah. Uh, so no, maybe not. That's look. The, the on-field stuff seems like it's um, some very serious and appropriate things were said. Yeah. But I was quite pleased with the actual footballing performance of Carlton Blues. Um, they went in with a real, very clearly planned and relatively well executed strategy to play. Mm-hmm. As slow as humanly possible. Yeah, it was a real lack of joie de vivre. Though there was the, the entire idea was St Kilda attack off their half back line. Well, guess what? If you never get the ball mm. and just constantly move around, move the ball around until you get a decent shot on 50, yep. a decent shot typically from 50 ish. Um, and Carlton kicked fairly accurately, and the comeback late in the third to make it close going to the fourth was very good. Mm. Bit of a boil over for the Saints uh, late in the game as Carlton had to try and open it up to close the three goal gap. Um, the Carlton Ford line remains a confusing mystery, mm. uh, perplexing in nature, mm. but um, the defenders still look good. Lockie Plowman and yeah. March Bank are both playing really well. Sam yeah. Doherty is still a terrific player. Yep. Cade Simpson, uh, Methuselah um, continues to 
be uh, just a, a, a delight to watch. And Sam Rowe will never mark a ball. He doesn't have to. Just punch. Just punch. Just punch, 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 punch. Um, he's the one-punch man. The, on the other so hand, Cripps, the Saints... Cripps so had 30 disposals and two goals. And, uh, one, and, one, and gave away a goal at halftime as well, yeah. doing something very dumb. Yeah. He had a brain freeze. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's not bad. Um, and Jack Billings had 30 disposals and five goals. Now, which player would you rate as having had a major impact on the game? Uh, Patrick Cripps. Patrick Cripps, right. Now, you'd be wrong. Um, but, but Jack Billings only got... Um, this is the amazing thing about Dream Team points. You can kick five goals and have 30 disposals and yet only get eight more Dream Team points than somebody who's kicked three goals less than you. Did he tackle a lot, though? Uh, Cripps got five tackles. Billings got two. Yeah, exactly. That's worth a lot of points. <laughs> three tackles is a lot. Um, so Patrick Cripps, the Kraken, mm. um, uh, was a major feature of this game. He's yep. an incredible young player, drafted at uh, number 13 overall. But, of course, the, the conversation is always about Jack Billings uh, because no one t- talks about Patrick Cripps. Um, it's no. Carl, classic Carlton bias in the media. Yep. No one talks about Carlton. Yeah, no everyone, one, everyone likes Carlton. About, yeah. Everyone is talking about Carlton. Everyone is talking about Except Sellers. And, and Sellers. Sellers loves to talk about Carlton. And Jack Billings is being drafted above Marcus Bontempelli. The real fact is that uh, uh, Tom Boyd was drafted number one overall in that yes. So why is that not brought up in every single Western Bulldogs game? Yeah. If you thought he was that good, why didn't you just draft him? Yeah. Oh, wait, he was gone. Sorry, that's not quite a good point as I thought I was making. But the point that I should be making, though, is instead of like, why is Tom Boyd playing? Because he's bad at football. Yeah. Um, and he, shot, <laughs> he once again had a shocking shot at this goal. Sound, late this sounds in the game. like an argument waiting for a point to occur. No, no. Tom Boyd can't shoot late in games. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that none of those players. Except in the grand final when it counts. Um, uh, Pat Cripps, number 13 overall, is the best player out in the 2013 national draft. Yeah, no, fair. Yeah, exactly. Fair. You can't, who else can you remember? I've named almost everyone. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one? Christian Salem. Christian Salem, Kate yep. Kolodziasny. Yeah. The Gold Coast. Yeah, the worst, the wor- the less good Kolodziasny. Yeah, hard to tell though at this point. Yeah. Um, about as many wins as each other. Yeah. Um, so Carlton was, the, the, and what I, was, I was talking about the Carlton backline before I was interrupted by you. And the point that I was going to make was that the best feature of the Carlton backline is, of course, the presence of a son of Silvani. Yeah, he's not the son of Silvani. He's Sil- not the son of Silvani. He's the cousin of the son of Silvani. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, which of course means that being a, a son of Silvani, his nickname is ASOS. Yeah. So, does he deli- deliver on time? Oh, uh, within a day. Within a day. <laughs> on yeah. the day. On the day delivery yeah. available. In I'm wearing some areas. ASOS right now. And yeah. um, look, that showed up much faster than I was expecting. It's, and it's, I'm happy with the quality. Yeah, it's, it doesn't cost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't cost a lot. Yeah. And it's pretty good. It's pretty good. ASOS. Um, yeah. <laughs> you just need to go to Carlton's backlines. Free ad. Free advertising. Um, yeah. And, and, and tell you what, coming out of China, he'd be feeling a lot better. He would be. Yeah, he'd very be ready comfortable, to roll. Very comfortable coming yeah. out of the China. The only problem is he's got to come in his own, like, special branded he jersey. Does. He does. Yeah. Come in, yeah, he dresses yeah. very differently on fashions off the field. Yeah. Um, but two Silvanis on the one, fi- on the one field. That's got to be good. confusing for Carlton fans. No, not at all. What's know. confusing about it? Just cheer Just loudly. Cheer. <laughs> there's a really Silvani's good. Silvani's got it. Hey. There's a really good chance that a Silvani has the ball. But look, you hear Silvani running off halfback on a radio call, and you think, "Wait, is it the '90s? <laughs> Where am I? Is it the one who's good or the one that's very young?" Jack Silvani might not be good. He, oh, give him time. You got to give him time. Give him time. Give him time. Yeah. 
God, please be These good. small players take time. Please be good. That's what they always say. You've got to give, you've got to give small players time and big players time. Just get time. Do not give any time to a mid-sized player. None. None. <laughs> That's the rule. Um, so St Kilda mm. are good. Yeah, but I've heard today, Sam, St Kilda might win the flag. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah, absolutely wrong. It feels unlikely. Yeah. They are doing quite well, though, without their number one overall draft pick who can't seem to get out of the VFL. <laughs> I mean, if- can you imagine? Patrick McGarten. Mm. Uh, must be bad at football. He, yeah, he might not be great. Not we've got a big player. Got to give him time. <laughs> yeah, he's not a medium sized. He's player. above six four. He's also above six four in girth. Apparently, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's a bit. He's a bit. Um, he's a real he's poor a pack of hot dogs. Yes, <laughs> he is. He reminds me. Um, he does have uh, a, another famous um, St Kilda player, a, a Tony Lockett kind of bearing about him. That very kind of. Just everything is big. It's just a big it's circle. A bi- it's just a big thing. Big cone. Yeah. Old cone's memory. <laughs> cone. Uh, yeah, he's, a, he's definitely shopping at the big and tall. Oh, he's got Lions Carlisle down there as well. Yeah. Lions down, Carlisle. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's what they call it. Lions down. Yeah. Um, so, St. Kilda- so, St Kilda have Jake Carlisle in their team, and so they will never win a premiership. Mm. We can base that on the fact that Jack Carlos He's never also... He's never won a premiership. No team with Jack Carlos ever won a premiership. Yeah, that's true. And history teaches us that that's true. Mm. Um, no team with Nick Rewald in it has ever won a premiership. And so they've got two really Also true. Uh, no team with uh, Sam Gilbert or um, uh, Montagna in Has it, ever has won a won. grand final. No. They've lost grand finals. They've lost. They've lost three. They've <laughs> 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 um, Hi, Dad. That's your St. Kilda content for you. <laughs> <laughs> we just sledged them for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so our, poor, our long-suffering St. Kilda father of a dad, I haven't spoken to him about this win over Carlton because I couldn't bear his smugness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, they do have a pretty good young midfield. Jaron Geary is mm. very good. Jack Stevens very good. There's a lot of jacks and... A lot of short blokes, short white blokes with an attitude. <laughs> There's a lot of just, there's a lot of, there's a Jack Billings. It's on trend for their region. There's a, there's a Josh. There's a Seb. There's, there's just a <laughs> lot. Actually, of... no, Seb Ross. Seb Ross is really good. Yeah, he is. Seb Ross, actually... if, if there is a, uh, an eclipsing young talent on that team, given the sort of weird split in their list, not dissimilar from what Carlton have, but not mm. quite as attenuated. Um, uh, it's that St Kilda have these, has someone like Seb Ross who just looks like they're transformational. Yep. Sam, uh, people have spoken about the dominance of the Jacks in St Kilda, but if I was to give you the top five players uh, based on the Dream Team's rating from the weekend, how many would you think had the name Jack? Bill Squad is pretty, he's got to be in there. Yep. Um, Sorry. Billings. His nickname should be accounts receivable. Yes. Well, it's or pretty outgoings. Easy, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to say because he's really not going to show up that often. Hey. Once every once every two years, you have Ooh. to you have to talk about him. Um, uh, I would say three. No, it's four. 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 Jack Billings, Jack Nunes, Jack Stephen, and Jack Steele. That's too many. Are you saying the AFL is getting jacked up? Yep, I'm saying that they're overjacked. Too many. Too many days in the gym. <laughs> they're looking a bit, a little bit. Uh, Less like Jack Gunston and more like, uh, I don't know. Think of a Ripley Jack now. Jack Bauer? Jack Bauer. (laughs) (laughs) 
Kiefer Sutherland's <laughs> fake character. That's very no. That's a really good. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. Drawn. Yeah, it's a good metaphor. Yeah. Similar. Sorry, because he said like. But he's uh, from the series twenty four. So next year, uh, the St Kilda should be racking up for the trip a, to China. I want to see a twenty four about cold oh <laughs> Just a film. A minute by minute, twenty four yeah. episode Oops. season, account, including ad breaks of the Sounds Gold Coast Suns trip to China. It's just most of it is waiting in an airport. Yeah, or sitting on a plane. What do you think they do in the Qantas Club? You've seen many an AFL team in the Qantas Club. I have seen a number of, yep, and the Virgin Virgin Club. What do Um, they do? They eat a lot. A lot. (laughs) There's a lot. Like, I've seen Nat Nui eat eight slices of Vegemite toast. (laughs) (laughs) And you would think there's, like, there's not bad food on offer in the Virgin Lounge. It's not as good as the Qantas Lounge, but... um, yeah, no, just toast. Just straight toast. Just toast. Just, you know what's in it. Toast monster. Yeah. Fred fears him. <laughs> um, Though not, not as much this season, given his lack of, uh, his lack of aerial ability. Gold, uh, GWS Collingwood is a game that I watched. I was very glad that Collingwood lost. I was, you know what? I was glad and also not glad, because if anything, I live for chaos. Um, so the idea that Collingwood would upset the GWS Giants, I'm fine with. You're up with anything that preserves John Geelong's chances of getting a top four position. Yes. <laughs> By chaos. By chaos, I mean Geelong in the top four. Probably. Geelong's teams below Geelong winning. Yep. And teams above Geelong, Geelong losing. losing. Which is why last weekend uh, in upset round, um, I was extremely happy because not only did we lose, but everybody else lost as well. Um, so GWS, uh, everyone was talking about, oh, Collingwood, what tough circumstances it in. To be fair, no, what most people are talking about the fact is that Geelong, uh, GWS had literally one fit player left on yeah. the bench at the end. Yeah, and that, and, and that really um, Collingwood should have done, done them the dickens. Uh, that was the... And if I'm sure everyone has probably heard this analysis already from smarter people than me, but Tom Scully didn't rest in the second half and he mm. plays in the midfield. Mm. That's really quite incredible. Average he player. Runs very fast. Mm. What about, um, Sam, you've underrated the performance of one goalman, Cameron. Oh, wingman. 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 He plays on the wing now. He plays on the wing where he kicks six goals one. And his friends do not go home alone. Yeah. (laughs) They go home with premiership points. Um, Uh, They sure do. They keep aboard. Yeah. Um, Premiership points, always the last one left at the bar. (laughs) No one wants premiership (laughs) points. Um. Goldman Cameron, 6 yeah. 1 on the wing. 6 1 on the wing. Yeah. Uh, not bad. He's very impressive. Yeah. What about Goldman? The nature of Jeremy was irrepressible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about that Lockie Whitfield, though? Not bad. D- the Dylan Shield, pretty good. Yeah. Look, it was very funny watching there seeing uh, uh, Hoskin Elliott and Trelaw mm. in their revenge game against GWS. Um, in particular, Will Hoskin Elliott actually played really well, uh, and he was a player who couldn't. He's get been consistent for this. He's had yeah, a good yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So he's been a player who's had a couple of injury troubles and was inconsistent. So he managed to find his way out off the GWS list, um, where he can get a regular game. But the, the well, the funny thing with GWS now is just catastrophic injury list. Oh yeah. So we saw the injury list um, when we were watching Mark Robinson say something deeply confused, <laughs> folks. Mark Robinson doesn't always make a lot of sense on. <laughs> AFL 360 on Fox footy. That's what Chris and I have discovered tonight. It's very, like, uh, it's just Jared Waitley sitting patiently for see, a point waits, to emerge. Yeah, and then the best bit is when... Like, um, my long ramble then about uh, the players of the 2013 draft is nothing compared nothing, to Mark because that, that included research well, and yeah. preparation. Just deep knowledge, listener. 
Yeah, that wasn't a research point. That was all well, just, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, this is the, uh, the GWS um, injury just list. give us some of the highlights. How, yeah. many, how many players total-ish? Ish. Well, it's, this is not even complete. This hasn't been updated. Um, so, Ryan Griffin, average. Uh, has performed from time to time. Brett Deledio. No good after he's cut his hair off. <laughs> he's, he's in a bloody Fox footy promo and he's got no hair. <laughs> I don't support it. Uh, Adam back the locks. Adam Kennedy. A good player. Yeah. Matt Buntine. Uh, a transfer player from Western Australia, I think his name is. Yeah. yeah. Jacob Hopper. Jacob Hopper's quite good. Yeah. Hop and pop. And then uh, someone called a a Coniglio. It's very funny when Coniglio ever gets, mm. like, anything happens about him because he's one of those names that either you know that it's Coniglio yeah. or, or you, you just are going to stumble over it. Yeah, so 10 weeks for Coniglio. That's a lot. Mm. He's That's, quite good. He's, yeah. So he'll be lucky I to mean, play they, finals, I think. So the, so the issue that GWS face now is they are an elite team that should perform very well, but now they have no depth. Yeah, they've now injured. Like, if any injury to one of their core players, mm. uh, they just don't have quality replacement players to call mm. them up to call mm. up anymore. Mm. And no one's going to feel particularly sorry for GWS. No, no one's going to be like, like. So oh, what we're saying is that GWS have one of the most remember, extensive does, injury lists on yeah, the, in the league yeah. and are still real freaking good. Yeah, it's like remember when everybody was saying that about the Western Bulldogs? Yeah. Like, oh, good on them. Yeah, because they'd never hurt yeah. anybody. Yeah, GWS still have not hurt anybody, but we have zero sympathy. No for sympathy them. for them. It's like when Frankenstein falls over and it's like my wife my beautiful and you're like I don't care no you're get just on the an abomination boat, yeah, just go, sail off into the darkness get on the Parramatta River yeah <laughs> sail into Sydney Harbour sail into Sydney Harbour you <laughs> jerk yeah so GWS biggest jerk on GWS is still Jonathan Patton it's very annoying Jonathan Patton only plays the fourth quarter Heath Shaw does play for them yeah, I like Heath Shaw now. <laughs> he was very angry about playing Collingwood. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. And also his tweet about his boots. I didn't record, see that. Yeah, record like 36 kicks at 100% disposal. Mm. He sent some tweet out that was like, well, I guess I better get these framed now. <laughs> like hard not to like Heath Shaw after that. Um, so DJ- GWS face uh, Richmond, West Coast at home. Uh, Essendon, Carlton, and Brisbane. So that's not bad. Favoured in all of those. Yeah, they should win all of them. Um, which brings us um, to the last game of the Saturday, and finally, uh, after after eight weeks, uh, we can feel comfortable talking about the buzzsaw of Adelaide. Oh, I feel, I feel so much safer. <laughs> unbar, feel... unbar your doors. Yeah. <laughs> Unshutter your windows. Yeah, let your pets outside. Let your pets outside. The Adelaide yeah. Crows look mortal. Mortal, yeah. They can be wounded. Yeah, so last yeah. week... So last, last week... week was an abomination. We know that. They played the North Melbourne Kangaroos in Hobart and they got thumped. Just the worst first... 64 like... points to Just... nothing in the first quarter. I've never seen something so strange. Yeah. Anyway, that was commented on a lot of week, but you just immediately thought... Well, well they'll bounce back. Back at the Adelaide, to, back we'll look Adelaide out Adelaide. Melbourne. So they got to 28 points up halfway through the second quarter and then basically did not kick a goal until the dying minutes of the third quarter yeah. where they were 26 points adrift. Yeah. Um, and then Melbourne went on to win the game by 42 points. Nothing, a real, another classic example of the Ruckman don't matter theory. Yep. So uh, Melbourne go in with basically no recognised Ruckman. Cam Pedersen, I think, was there. Yeah, Cam Bederson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just kind of a tallish, tallish defender. Some, some well, uh, tallish forward actually. Oh, sorry. Uh, um, 
they played him forward. Um, Sam Jacobs, 74 hit outs. Um, just a huge presence from the former mm. All-Australian Ruckman. Uh, but it turns out that if you, if you tackle um, Adelaide's only good player, he's all on his slonesome. He's their slonely way to win. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I thought you were saying that they're going to do like the slalom. <laughs> no. Slalom. No. No, that doesn't no, work. To send them to the Moors Sloan Liam. There you go. Yeah. That's where they were trying to send him. Yep. Um, so Melbourne still won the clearances. Yeah. Um, uh, despite that ruck dominance. Um, hit outs to advantage are basically a meaningless statistic. Mm. Um, uh, the research that was published by that Hawthorne research I'll, I'll refer to once again. Um, so just, but I mean, just ma- like you're right, massive, relentless tackle pressure yeah. and not letting Rory Sloan control the ball. Yeah, and that was, that was basically it. So it, it turns out, and this is the second time this has happened. So North yeah. Melbourne pulled the same tactic last week. They shut down Rory Sloan. Um, Sam Gibson went to him yeah. last week and uh, um, just completely um, rode over the top of them. And it looks like the same tactic's been uh, artfully uh, deployed by um, Simon Goodwin uh, this week. Um, but the uh, really, it is quite funny that that happens to them because they do like Laird and Tart. Like Adelaide are phenomenally talented, mm-hmm. and they play great football with a, just a terrifying forward line that can just pump on the points. But they just look um, not only muted, but just un- unable to think their way through. Yeah, they look they looked harassed. Yeah, and when and when that. Um, and I mean, on the other hand, Melbourne kick was it's like seventeen four, um, like unbelievable accuracy and generating a lot per inside fifty. Um, about half of their inside fifties were conversions for scores. Yeah, they kicked seventeen five. Yeah, uh, which is twenty two scoring shots to Adelaide's twenty three. Yeah, twenty one. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but they looked dominant in general play. Yeah, no, I think Melbourne, yeah. no, obviously Melbourne deserved yeah. to Melbourne deserved to win because because well, they points. did win. That's how you. Like, usually the team who deserves to win wins because... I think... I think are you saying be... that some teams don't deserve to win? Yes. Who? Geelong. Mm. Um, Fair. The... <laughs> <laughs> you lost to Joe Danaher. Solo Joe show. Danaher. Joe, Joe Danaher. Joe, Joe Danaher. Joe show. Danaher looked really quite good against you. And here's a man who kicked one goal six with two out of bounds in a football game and was then selected the next week. Like, Joe Danaher is natural I... tanking. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Adelaide. Adelaide. Um, they, yeah, the buzzsaw was blunted. And, and, definitely blunted. Um, so they're top of the table. We're spending a lot of time talking about a top of the table team. Uh, yeah, not comfortable with it. Yeah, I don't feel this is uncharted territory. Um, but two, two demolition jobs in two weeks would have them worried. Uh, uh, will, will they stumble next week? Against no. Brisbane? No. 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 Um, uh, I... Wonder about Freo. They will beat you, probably. Although are you staying? No, they're playing. They're playing in Adelaide. No, they played Simmons. Geelong have their next three games before the bye at Simmons Stadium. Um. All right, Chris. That's enough football talk. Let's mm. have some fun. You want to look at? A I shop? said that we're going to pick a team shop. You haven't told me which one it's going to be yet, though. Uh, yeah, because I know which one it's going to be. It's going to be um, this game that we watched uh, at a bar on Friday night. Oh. And it's going to be the winning team from that uh, match, Sam. The, the West, West Coast, Coast Eagles. Eagles team shop. Yeah. 
um, just because I feel like uh, I've already found it. Yep. I mean, is it just something that plays this? We're trying to find the worst item, and it's just anything that plays the song. Yeah, no. Um, what about anything which references? This is not it. I think there's worse in there. But what about a book called Flying High 2? Sequel to Flying High. Mm. The movie starring Snoop Dogg. If only. <laughs> the literary sequel <laughs> the literary. <laughs> to the I movie mean, Flying High starring Snoop one, Dogg. One, one, one. Flying High 2. The Gold Coast Sun's journey to Shanghai. <laughs> 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 Remember when we were joking, uh, maybe it must have been two seasons ago, about um, the potential for a Singapore league, Brisbane, yeah. and we were saying that was a ridiculous idea. And then Koshi's gone one worse and um, and said, uh, "No, we'll go to we'll go to China." Um. I mean, flying tight. I'm not looking at what flying high two means because I'm hunting deeper in. Bruce. All right, Sam. I have found the West oh, Coast God. Eagles. Yeah, I've got it as well. 2017 diecast car, which is a um, now. Is there a were... 2016 diecast oh, car? Oh, oh, is, this, so. is it a series? I hope so. Describe so. what is it? So it's a diecast car, Sam. Um, features include uh, a club logo on the roof and doors, floral design in the team's colours. Opening doors, pull back and go action, and manufactured by OTA Marketing. But Sam, I'm about to show you a photo of the car, and please um, tell me whether this looks anything like you would expect a West Coast Eagles car to look like. What? <laughs> what the hell is that? Um, so, listeners, it's a small, like, matchbox car <laughs> that's black. With lime green piece and like flower stickers on it, and then 2017 running vertically down the middle of the hood, and then uh, a West Coast Eagles um, sticker stuck on the roof. Chris, can you just zoom in on the um, windscreen and tell me if you think you can see the photographer in the reflection? Uh, no, I can't. Uh, no, no, I thought that looked like the photographer. No, but it basically looks like somebody mashed up the Batmobile and a Lamborghini. Um, with uh, a rejected Port Adelaide uniform. Um, it's, it's pretty special. Um, it can be yours for the grand price of $15 plus shipping. Uh, it is also available for click and collect. Well, that's very important. Yeah. Um, so I think I have mine. Um, I'm just going to check, do one last sort, just to sort the store from high to low, because it's been a while since I've criticised oh, the prices of things. <laughs> yeah. They do have a $900 ring. Oh, that's pretty uh, good. Definitely don't do that. Mm. But know that the winner for me is the uh, West Coast Eagles musical doorbell. Because I hate that theme it's song. so bad. It's the worst theme song in the league. Can you imagine having, like, someone comes to your door and you're punished. Like, not only has someone come to visit you, which is just a terrible outcome. We should avoid, all avoid social <laughs> avoid interaction. The band the pop in. They announce their presence by someone saying, we're the Eagles and we're here to show you how. We're the big birds, kings of the big game. We're the eagles. We're flying high. Oh, I just feel sad inside hearing oh. you recite it. That were the last words that there I were, would hear. There were West Coast Eagles fans at the pub yeah. on Friday who were too embarrassed to sing the yeah, song. Yeah, no one sang the song. No. There was no, like, they were very drunk, very enthusiastic, happy to have beaten the Western Bulldogs, in, and they were all in Melbourne just having a, 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 a riotous time. Not one bit of singing. No. Nothing condemns your song as strongly as that. Mm. Takes a lot to beat the Suns, but there you go. Mm. 
Oh, Port Adelaide. Yeah, I guess Port Adelaide trying to have come up with they've started trying to play in excess songs instead. Yeah, of yeah that's like <laughs> don't play your. But thing. at least they're ashamed. Like Port, like the yeah, Eagles, Port Port Adelaide yeah. have enough dignity yeah, yeah, to admit yeah, yeah. that they are ashamed. Yeah, West Coast yeah. was like, yeah, no, that's our song. Yeah, we like it. Just don't ask me to sing it ever. Yeah. Um. So, what are we looking forward to next week, then, Chris? Well, um, I'm not looking forward to Friday night, but um, the rest of us. Is can that because look for- you're going to lose to the Western Bulldogs? Oh, I think we probably will. Yep. Um, How do you I've- think? What form of what variation on the word mediocre is Chris Scott going to use then? Mm. Is he going to break out abominable? Abominable would be good. Um, I would just, I would just like him to go with just silent staring, just silent, and then just when somebody asks him, "What's wrong? Are you angry?" He goes, "I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed." And that would be the most cutting blow. I'm not disappointed. I'm angry. <laughs> I think he starts angry though. Well, he was the angry run, weren't? Well, they're both quite angry, the Scott brothers. Mm. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, games I'm looking forward to. I will say that um, we're we're a bit light on for for cellar dweller content um, next week. Yeah, that's all a bit successful. It's all a bit successful. Um, I will say that Brisbane Adelaide seven twenty five p.m. Saturday just- night. Just to see what Brisbane gets done to it would be Maybe. interesting. We never know. Maybe the buzzsaw is over. Yeah, could be. Um, also, um, the probably the lowest table match is um, Collingwood. Oh, Collingwood, Collingwood Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Yeah, so that is second bottom that's plays. A yeah, that's going to be. God, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's just disappointing. Uh, and then potentially, potentially, um, Fremantle Carlton at Domain. I mean, that's that's be... two defensively minded game sets. Yeah, that's facing gonna be, off. Be... That's going to be dry. Carlton, like Carlton love kicking. They, they well, they're, they're going to get to do a lot of it. They're, at Subi. Very, they're really going to like playing yeah. at, at Subi because yeah. they just love to kick. <laughs> love to no kick. one loves kicking as much as Carlton does. <laughs> like in the age of handball, Carlton has said kick, kick. <laughs> Why not us? Punt. Yep. Um, well, uh, I think for me, the match of the round is is going to probably. Jeez, it's a lot of good football. Uh, oh, it'll be Giants-Richmond, I think. I reckon I th- that's not bad. That'll be a good game. That'll be interesting. Two big... Lot can, of uh, can Alex Rance blanket two key forwards? Oh, Jonathan Patton, just leave him alone. He'll drop the ball. <laughs> that guy can just... Don't guard Jonathan Patton until the fourth, fourth mm. quarter. He cannot mark until the fourth quarter. Then he's a bit like, oh, that thing in the fourth where I'll catch the ball. Damn yeah. it. Um, anyway. The other thing is that um, so John Longmire still thinks that Sydney could make the finals. Uh, no, he didn't say that. He said we, uh, uh, the, the reporting from Mark Robinson of that comment oh, was yes. that they can win the flag. They can win the flag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So trust Robbo. Robbo. Um, now that would mean that they do have to beat St Kilda at Etihad Stadium on Saturday afternoon. It would be it would be more difficult for them to be two and seven. St Kilda also flag favourites. Flag favourites St Kilda yeah, against you heard it uh, here flag favourites yeah. Sydney. Yeah. 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 That's a grand final happen. preview. Yeah, grand, yeah. It'll happen. Um, they should call it the Locket Cup and just be done with it. Oh, they should call it the Barry Hall Cup. Oh, the Lock It All. Lock It All. Lock yeah. It All Up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much, listeners. Uh, uh, this has been the Cellar Dwellers Podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, the Cellar Dwellers Podcast. Cellar Dwellers Podcast. Yep. Uh, follow us on the Twitter that, at the Footy Cellar. Yep. Drop us a review on iTunes. We do take a six point review. Um, yep. Yep. Six points is good. Six points is good. Yep. Uh, and also, um, if you do uh, enjoy the podcast, do pass it on to a mate, a fellow footy tragic, and 
We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.